I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 487th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle is your one-stop shop for everything Pokemon. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts. We've got the wonderful, as always, fluffiest Whimsicott. Thank you, Thatch. Hi, everyone. And we've got uh, the beautiful, as always, Claude Nine. Howdy do. And we're here again, like I said, to talk to you about Pokemon. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And we talk everything here, Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. And uh, I'm I'm excited for today. Today's going to be a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. It, the weather's getting warmer. It's nice outside. It's it's going to be... See, it's perfectly overcast where I am, which is exactly my favorite weather. Yeah. I just had a giant thunderstorm. Oh. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Okay. That sounds wonderful. I like thunderstorms. It was actually nice because it hadn't rained in literally weeks. Oof. And neither my body nor the surrounding area is used to that. This is usually a very humid area. Mm -hmm. And the funny part is that I realized that it was raining because one of my cats came inside whining because he doesn't like it when it rains. He <laughs> likes to sit outside in the grass. And somehow he's gotten it into his head that I can make the rain stop. <laughs> so the same well, way can, that he right? comes in, I haven't figured that out quite yet. But you haven't mastered it's, it. it's hilarious. Like the cat is like, Mama, my ball needs food. Mama, my brother is pulling me. Mama, make the rain stop. <laughs> it's like the same thing to him. I I guess yeah. like he has a very high opinion of me. That's good. Uh, I mean, that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. No, here's been really nice. Like it's uh, it's been really good. I I really like thunderstorms though. Like it's that one song. Uh, what's his name? Eddie something. Uh, I lo- I love a rainy night. You ever hear that one? That one's good. I don't think I have. I don't know off the top of my head. You don't know I Love a Rainy Night? It's like it's like an old country song, I guess. Um Oh, that's why it's country. I'm showing I'm showing my old roots. It's not like country is a very, very American genre of music. Okay, but it's like it's like yeah. the kind of country that like so like I would call country today like modern country music that's more it's more akin to like rock and roll of the eighties and seventies, but with a twang. Mm-hmm. That's what I would call modern country. Th- this song's an older song, and it's it's like that, but back when it was actually the 70s and the 80s. 
<laughs> so just country, but from the 70s and the 80s. Uh, a little bit, yeah. But it wasn't, it, it's, I don't know. I like it. It's, it's a good one. It's like, it's a, it's a good classic, I think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good, there's a lot of good old, like, country. I think a good group that really, like, bridges that gap in music is the Eagles. Well, those I know. Yeah. The Eagles, the Eagles are very good at bridging that gap between, like, country and rock, I think. Country, rock, and folk almost. They're almost folk, Mm-mm. I would say. I, I don't know. I'm not like, Thatch isn't, like, a music guy. I don't have a PhD in music, but Thatch also just really appreciates old music, so. <laughs> yeah, we've noticed. <laughs> Very, I'm, I'm very into, outside of the Beach Boys, I know a lot. Um. <laughs> I actually really enjoy, like, listening to you talk about it, because I enjoy the history of music as well. Isn't it right? That's the only reason I know it, is because when I was a kid, I got really into it, and you're a kid, so you're bored. And so, Mm-mm. I would just spend hours, like, reading about these bands, and their history, and what's going on with it, and yeah. everything that, like, brought them to what they were. And it's never like the cool bands. Like it's not like I did it with the Beatles. I mean, I know about the Beatles history, but that's boring and old news. Uh, they made a video game about it. Did they really? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a rock band. Uh, there's a rock band for the Beatles. Oh gosh. Um, you can go through it. I own it. I don't own the drums for Rock Band. I might go do that today and go buy them. But you Ooh. can. Uh, you can actually play uh you can actually play through like the beatles career (laughs) (laughs) that's cool in rock band uh it's it's an interesting i'm more disappointed that the beach boys didn't get an equivalent uh game (laughs) oh yeah i mean i'm very disappointed with that i guess they're a bit less um known okay that's that's a lie they're just uh, as well known but the beatles are more the beatles are perceived as being more iconic how about that? I I will I will agree with that statement. Um, the the Beach Boys were robbed of their fame and fortune. Yeah. Without without the Beach Boys, you wouldn't have the Beatles. I'm just gonna throw that out there. It was a back and forth. It was. No, it really was. Um, they actually both credit each other for a lot of their music. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, Brian Wilson actually talks. Uh, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys actually talks really heavily with uh, Paul McCartney all the time. Like they're really good friends still. They, like, have an annual, like, Christmas phone call or something. Like, it's really cute. Wow. Yeah, no, but they actually, they actually, like, on the record, credit each other. Like, the reason Pet Sounds, the the greatest album of all time, exists is because the Beach Boy, Brian Wilson specifically, because the Beach Boys were just, like, there to make money, most of them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And Brian Wilson was there to, like, make music. Uh, The reason Pet Sounds was there is because Brian Wilson was like, we got to beat the Beatles. I'm going to do something crazy different. Yeah. And that's why Pet Sounds was way different than any rock before it. And that's where the reason Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band came out was mm-hmm. because, like, Paul McCartney said, we heard Pet Sounds and we said, we got to do that. Yeah. And that's how you get Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I love that. And then in response to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, <laughs> you get Good <laughs> Vibrations <laughs> by the Beach Boys. What a, what a great song. Yeah, I th- I think that's probably one of their best songs is uh, Good Vibrations. So it- it's just like this constant back and forth between the two groups. The only difference is the Beach Boys, like post 60s Beach Boys, nobody knows anything about, but they were a band like until the 90s. <laughs> they didn't like they never broke up until like the 90s. Yeah. And now there's like three of them touring, like there's three Beach Boys touring. And maybe that's also why like the Beatles are again perceived as more iconic because oh yeah their history is like 
up a smooth bubble that's self-contained. Oh, and it, it very also much is. Yes. Had like that super tragic tail ending with what happened to John Lennon. So I don't know. Like, okay, so Ringo Starr is touring still. He's like 80 years old and he's still touring yeah. with Ringo Starr and the All Stars, which is great. I love that name. No, but you know, of course, like other two of them, they're still alive, still have careers. But oh, yeah, the no. Beatles themselves just yeah. imploded one day essentially yeah that's what happens yeah. to all like smaller groups the beach boys kept rotating people in and out and i think that's the only reason they survived kind of like we do mm-hmm. uh- <laughs> yes yeah. in a way yes <laughs> i think that's why they just kept rotating people in and out there there's something like 10 beach boys like 10 11 beach boys one of them's john stamos fun fact oh he's a, he's a oh, beach boy wow. yeah. uh he was a beach boy really i didn't realize that yeah um after dennis wilson died in 1983 they needed a new drummer and they picked up john stamos john stamos uh you can see very prominently in their music video for kokomo um he's playing the drums but yeah that's why on full house there's like two episodes with the beach boys in it that explains so much now (laughs) because john stamos was still like half touring with them at the time wow yeah just fun fact john stamos uh used to tour with the beach boys I love that. Yeah, and so he's like an official Beach Boy. It, it, it's it's just fun facts. Uh, this is definitely a Pokemon podcast, though. Uh, <laughs> where Oops. We, <laughs> where we talk about Pokemon. But this is the first 10 minutes where we get to talk about whatever we want. It's a good warm-up, okay? Yeah, I agree. I like talking about these things. It shows that we're humans, and we do more than just mm-hmm. sit down and play Pokemon. What? We do? Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> uh, we, we still play Pokemon. We have a good time. I mean... I need to know some other stuff to give good nicknames to my Pokemon. Right. Like my Rillaboom. Right. Who is named Dave Growl. <laughs> really should be John Stamos now. Uh, well, Dennis well. Wilson, if you want the OG. But, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've, do- I've totally done that before. Like when uh, for Draft League, I've nicknamed my Pokemon after the Beach Boys. <laughs> each, one <of> them, <laughs> each one of them's got a different Beach Boy name. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Because there's like a core six, so there's a core six Beach Boys, and then you can you can just kind of branch out from there. Wow. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, it's a good time. On top of that, though, I think this is a good place. We'll wrap it up. There's some there's some good stuff though. I've got uh, I don't I haven't done my draft league match yet this week. Um, mm. I'm I'm doing mine tomorrow against fellow Dunsparce gang member uh, Tony Taka. Ooh, that's, that's a big match for her. That's a big match because it's I'm I'm uh I'm also in the Dunsparce gang. So it's inter inter Dunsparce gang rivalry. Ah, yes. <laughs> yep. And then we've got uh I so I did my PFTT match though with Jeremy this week already. Mm. How'd it go? Uh I lost but I I gave it a good run. Like it went it went 3 games. So I took it to 3. I won game 1 and then That's lost nice. the next 2 games. Mostly I like I I haven't played like competitive Pokémon like very hardcore in a in like a in a hot minute, right? And so, like, UUTC mm. got me back into it a little bit. Draft League now is getting me back into the thought process, right? It's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah. You got you to get back into it yeah, before, yeah. You can start, yes. before you can start doing your cool kickflips and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. Like, the, the way I like to think about it is, like, I'm, a, I'm an engine that, like, sometimes runs smoothly and then misfires. Like, that's kind of how mm, I feel yeah. right now because I, like, when I was playing Jeremy, like, I, I made, like, a couple of really good plays game one. Like some fantastic mm. plays. Like I made some really good calls. I made some really good reads. 
Those feel good. And I felt good with myself. And so I lost, but I was like, I won, though, because I had those moments come back. Yeah. I was the real winner here. I always, Well, I always try, like, cause, because I know I'm not going to win, because we have a lot of good people in the community. Mm-hmm. And one, I want to always learn from those people, right? Yeah. Because you become better in that way. But then two, like, it just felt good in in that positive moment just to be like, okay, I'm coming back. I can feel it again. And I know yeah. I know that's not probably the most relatable thing to somebody who's just starting up. But like when you're out of the game, because I've 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 come and gone several times from Pokemon. So like I know mm-hmm. I know my usual trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it takes me a hot minute to get back into the meta and like figure out what's going to go on and how people play and making the reads again. It, yeah. It's felt especially good with VGC because like the moment VGC probably clicked for me the most was was in 2018 when I was at that regional. Like that was the moment it like clicked for me. Yeah. Oh, the console regionals. Okay, we're not that gonna. One? I don't want to keep hyping on this. Okay, but <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> I can't help it. I know. I, I, you said it. I did it. Let that. Let the record state. It, uh, yes, record state. <laughs> I said it. Let the record state. But I would. Yeah, I, I thought to myself that was. It really clicked for me. And like you, you know how Claude. I know both of you can probably relate. There's just like moments where like you can. You're you're reading your opponents so well that you can. You yeah. feel like you're just dancing around them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean yeah. with your plays, and that's. Like that, I had that moment there, and like for the half a second when I was playing Jeremy game one, like I kind of felt like I had it, though it wasn't. Well, I wouldn't say dancing around him, but like it felt like I was dancing with him, more or less in it's, that moment. Yeah, that's that's a better metaphor. I was dancing with him, and we were going step and step, <laughs> and I can tell what was going on with him and stuff like that. So it was, uh, I don't yeah. know, it was one. It, it was a good. It was a feel good moment. Mm-mm-mm. It was a feel good moment that yeah. I would one hundred percent do again. Yeah, I had my bftt match as well i i beat liger again <laughs> poor liger <laughs> yeah no he deserves it he deserves every bit no. of pain and suffering for this what <laughs> what, what did he do <laughs> I, I have a vendetta because he knocked out my skunk tank team back i think last pftt because he crit <laughs> me like twice in a row oh. and i like it's like if he gets this exact crit in this exact role he wins if he doesn't i win well, and he yeah. happened to get like the the crit, like the six percent crit, into the high roll crit, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, that that is how I so. beat Jeremy in the UUTC. But that was after like about fifteen other instances of absolute hacks, <laughs> all to my side. Like those games against Jeremy was it was insane. I've never seen such bad luck, like. He deserved the win like 20 times over. I believe this. And I'm kind of glad I didn't get to the final because it wouldn't have felt fair (laughs) if I had. All right. I'm going to cut you guys off here because we've been talking Mm -hmm. long enough. And I'm sure somebody's going to complain about the Beach Boys history here. And I want to get to them (laughs) some Pokemon content in the form of the news. So we're going to kick it on over to the news. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. And by that, I mean actually a few. And that's it. Yep. So, 
in general, because this episode comes out on a Monday, you missed everything I'm about to talk about. <laughs> Max raid battles uh, will have shifted. Uh, there was an April Fool's event on Thursday last week with uh, with just magic carp that were uncatchable. Yeah. Uh, immediately followed by an Easter event that featured a lot of bunnies, including a shiny Azumaru. And I think an uncatchable G-Max Cinderace. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a fun, cute little event, but they should have let you catch Cinderace. Yes. That's mm-hmm. my hot take. I do I do like when they do really cool, uncatchable, hard things, though. And I wish they would do it more often. Mm. Like, I really, really like those. It makes me feel good on the inside. And it, I don't know. It makes raids what I wanted raids to be. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've never been a huge fan of those, but. I'm a huge fan because you can get together with friends and you can like strategize yeah. and have fun. And that's what I wanted from raids mm. to begin with. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, th- I have more fun with Dynamax Adventures than raids at this point. Oh, 1000%. Mm-mm. Dynamax Adventures are way better than raids on a lot of levels because no shields and you can play them with friends very quickly. I yep. love Dynamax Adventures. Dynamax Adventures are way better. Claude, you are 1000% correct. 1000%. Uh, all right. So, uh, moving on to video game battling news, the most exciting news that we have this week. Not at all. Yeah. Maybe, uh, actually. I don't know. (laughs) None of this is exciting news. Yeah. No. (laughs) Welcome to the last month of Series 8, the season. It will run until April 30th, and then we go back to Series 7 for Series 9. That sounds like I'm reading something wrong, but it's not, because Series 9 is just... Series 7 without even a new coat of paint. It's so bad. I'm so sad. Yeah. Enjoy your restricted months this month because then they'll be gone. I want to know what they're going to do for Series 10 then. I'm I'm curious. I hope they go back to the ban list. I would love that. I, I want to know what's going to happen beca- on, on a lot of levels because I want to know if Series 10 is going to be like the last series for Sword and Shield. Right? Mm-hmm. Because I could see that happening because I I totally predict that Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are going to be series uh, are going to be released in October. And I wonder if they're going to, one, bring those Pokemon over to Sword and Shield, which I doubt. Or I, they might. I I doubt it. Um, I, I mean, we can disagree on this and I will I will happily eat a plush if this happens. I have that bet going currently with Drunk Magby. <laughs> I, I will happily eat a plush if that happens. And okay. honestly, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to backtrack. On what they said, mm. I I would love for them to just like I love the slow the slow like trickle though of Pokemon that we have had in Sword and Shield, and I hope that continues to some extent, even if it is just like oh we dump everything. It was really good, but I could I could see a world in which they're just like oh yes, well now the games are brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl for VGC. Have fun. I, I don't think they'll do that though. Uh, I don't see that, but mm, who knows? They do want you to buy the new game. There's there's there are no rules as far as I'm concerned now, Claude. Uh, <laughs> no, no, there's still rules. I think actually there's no rules, but there's also like no right answer. Yes, yes. Because if they keep it to Sword and Shield, then everyone is tired of Sword and Shield. Well, that's the thing is that's their gimmick though. This generation though is Dynamax. Yes. Yeah. And that's only done in the Gala region. We've been doing that for so long. It's it's only been two years, to be fair. But I, I the thing that the the best argument I've heard against this, and I will believe, is that Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearls are, aren't being developed by Game Freak. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Game Freak might not want to give up that control. Exactly. But part of me is sitting here thinking, like, oh man, they could just they could just do it 
and be like, look how crazy and different we're being by going back to an old meta for fun. No, I, I think if anything, it's good, like that's going to have its own meta of BBSP. Yes. And then it's going to be like, all right, cool. We're going to add all those mons back to Galar. Congratulations. They're all there. Your dex is complete. I wish I believed that. I want to believe you, Claude. I really do. I really Because if they do that, you. they get at least two more metas out of out of it. You have the new meta with all the new mons, and then you have a new restricted meta. Uh, not really a new restricted meta. What, what, in which way would you have a new restricted meta? Technically, yes, because you have the restricted metas with the same restricteds, but other support mons that weren't uh, there before. Yeah, okay. Okay, so like I, I've looked through the list, though, and because we did a battle cast on this not too long ago, right? And... Uh, I looked through the list, and there's not much missing <laughs> that would, like, make a competitive difference. Like... What about Darkrai? Darkrai's mythical, though. Oh, that's right. They don't allow the mythicals anyways. They don't typically allow mythicals. I could see... Well, there's a, there's a format they should allow, then. Add the mythicals in. I agree. I don't think Darkrai is a good answer anyway, because Dark Void got nerfed hard anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still going to be fun to try and use. It could be. I mean, uh, yes. I'm thinking of what's going to make Poke the episode more entertaining for me. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely <laughs> correct. That is the 100% the way to think about it. Because <laughs> it's either that or, like, when when it comes down to it, we're just going to do BDSP poke the metas, and that's going to be absurdly dumb. Oh, that's going to be dumb. Love it. Yeah, that, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I don't know. I'm very... I'm cautiously pessimistic. That's my word. I'm going to be cautiously pessimistic. I don't want to get my hopes up and then get them shattered by Game Freak not giving me things that I hope happen. I guess that's fair. They've hurt me too many times before. Yeah. I don't have for Alligator. I, we also don't know if we're going to get, like, national decks as of Gen 4 either. Yeah. Which is scary to me because, I, I don't know, I, I feel like they have to because there's certain Pokemon not in the Diamond and Pearl Pokedex that are, like, yeah. definitely Gen 4 Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't, like, Tangrowth's not in that Pokedex. Is it in? Yeah. Isn't There's in the Gen also, Four like, Pokedex? Sylveon situation. Uh, I will be absolutely surprised if Sylveon's in the game. Exactly. I will be absolutely surprised. See, and that's the thing—we still don't know enough information because yeah. the moment they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, no," oh, I... they release one door that's open. Like, oh, fairy types in this game that opens up the floodgates to being everything else. So yeah. I, I agree with you to an extent. I, like the thing that I've been preaching since this happened um, has just been let's be careful because they've just announced that these games exist and they haven't told us anything else. And there are six ish months left until release. And yeah. they're going to want to say something. They're going to want to say something to build the hype in between now and then. Yeah. But they're not going to do so until like June because we have Snap in between. Oh, absolutely not. We're not going to get any. Oh, Snap comes out the end of this month. Oh, man. That's exciting. Yep. Is it exciting though? Is it really? I I am excited for. I am going to support any Pokemon spinoff game that we get on a not phone. Fair. <laughs> that is my response to that. <laughs> I I want more mystery dungeons. I want more Pokemon snaps. I want them to like. They're obviously just retreading old ground at this point to just to see if the interest is still there by like going back to basics. I'm just happy it's a new game. Yes. And not like a remake. Yes. I, I mean, to be fair, I never played OG Mystery Dungeon until it came out as DX, which made that a more exciting adventure for me. But I would love to see Explorers of Sky remade and stuff like that. So I am all for supporting these games and telling them, hey, this is something that I do want and you should please mm-hmm. give it, give me more. 
and maybe we'll get something that's actually like a new type of spin-off game that isn't like Trozai or something stupid. Yeah. If we're lucky. Yeah, I don't know. Uh let's move on though. Let's talk about uh Pokemon Go. Everybody's favorite game. The spring into spring event has been announced. Uh, and that's going to run through April 4th. So if you're hearing this, or it's, it's run April 4th through April 8th. So if you're hearing this, you know, last Still chance having. to catch some flower crown happenies, chances, and blissies. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy, uh, uh, those events. I, I still haven't played and I need to now that it's warming up. I'll probably get back into it, uh, just to kind of go out there and play again and have a good time. Snivy's the community day, so I'm probably next week, which I'm probably actually going to jump back in for. Yay. Uh, because they made community days good again. <laughs> yep. Probably because people stopped playing the community days. That's honest. That's my honest answer. I, I think people mm-hmm. stopped caring. But Snivy's the community day Pokemon for April, and the event's going to run from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I love these extended hours. Never get rid of them, please. On April mm-hmm. 11th. Yes. Um, so that's Sunday, I believe. It is. Any Snivy involved in the Superior will learn Frenzy Plant, and it's three times capture Stardust, which is actually really good. It's awesome. So, yeah, go get your Snivies. I'm going to go do it. I'm, I'm going to go do it. I'll have fun. I'll do it. Shiny Superior is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And Patch, if you're going to open your game up again, you might want to use the new referral system, <laughs> which is now open worldwide. Uh, you want to know something? Ryan already sent me a link to it. He sent me a text, and he's like, here's my referral code. Please use it if you open the game again. Also, hi, Ryan. Great. So, hi, Ryan. <laughs> he texted it to me. He's just like, if you're actually going to open it up again, use my code. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like... I after he texted that he, that was like unsolicited by the way as well like I didn't ask him to send that to me it was just like an unsolicited text I know he's listening right now and out of spite a little bit I don't want to do it just because it's an unsolicited text but I'll probably do it because we're uh, friends it wasn't unsolicited he listens to the show and he that's heard true. you talk about it and that's asked Liger to send you a code that's very true um I yeah I'm very excited for that so anyway yeah the way this works uh, we've talked about it we'll say it again because there's no other news. If you have a friend who has never played Pokemon Go or hasn't opened their Pokemon Go app in like at least 90 days, you can give them a referral code and they get tasks to complete within a span of three days and you both get rewards based on the number of tasks that get completed. If I ever open the game again, I will accept as many referral codes as I can. I think you only get one referral code to like, I think you can only do that. Well, if I decide to open the game again, I will consider it. I will I will probably do it to be nice. Let me rephrase that. If I open the game and decide to play. Uh so Claude, <laughs> tell us about your trivia nights and how they're rescheduled so people are aware. Ah, uh, yes. So this month we have decided to pick a different night for trivia and we are going to be doing it on Saturday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. First of all, what is trivia for people who might not know? Okay. So, I've talked about this the last couple of times I've been on the show where we do some just Puckle trivia. People seem to like the quiz show at the during each of these podcasts. So uh, I've created a my own little version of it. That's very difficult for all of you that want to listen and want think. Oh, I can answer these questions. It, it is very difficult. I think Linian was complaining last time because he won with like a fifty percent correct answer. <laughs> wow! Perfect. So it is very tough trivia. If you think you're up for the task, uh, I will be hosting it on Twitch. Uh, we've done this the past, like, three months this year, so we're doing another one in April. This will be April 10th at 2 p.m. We polled the public, and that's the time people said they would rather have it at. 
for this month. Mm-hmm. So April 10th, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that should accommodate more people from around the world. I think it's for true. Australia. It's a little early, but it's That's the true. best we can yeah. do to get everyone. Not everybody's going to be awake. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's going to be a fun time and, you know, it should be good. So wait, is it this Saturday or next Saturday? The 10th or the... The 10th. Okay, okay, it's the 10th. Okay, just wanted to make yes. sure that we're yep, not like being like, yes, trivia night's happening right now. Ha ha! <laughs> Suckers! Suckers. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's it for the podcast. We're going to go ahead and shift, or not the podcast, the news. <laughs> that's it for the podcast, guys. Uh, that's we'll it, next guys. Time. Yeah, it's been a nice half hour. Um, All right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick things on over. Two Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Thank you to Mark from the Dunsparce gang for that introduction into the thing um we can uh to the trivia segment what do you mean the thing uh but welcome to that we have our first question for our contestants both whimsicott and claude so i'm gonna pass it along to you guys what are this is from tubins by the way what are the only mm-hmm. two pokemon moves that start with the letter u u-turn there's one um and um hmm. uh gosh i'm blanking on this um there's no underwater mm. attack. Is there, like, undertow? I don't think that's a thing. No. Umbrella. Ugly. Is there an ugly? No. <laughs> um, okay, so you. Uh, sky uppercut has uppercut in the oh, middle. Oh, is there something with so up in it? not it. Uh, I can't think of anything. Uh, it, it, I, I, can, I can see it on, like, the tip of my tongue, and it's just killing me because I know it. Do you know a Pokemon that knows it? it, it I, I, my guess somehow is Grap. I think there's something with like Graplock. Oh, I don't know why I'm oh. thinking Graplock, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm sensing Graplock for some strange reason. Oh, um, but you I couldn't kind of. You are gonna smack yourself at some point when you I I bet this. I am, and that's fine because I'm I'm just going through a list of moves in my head. I'm trying to figure out what begins with a U besides U-turn because I bet it's a very common move that I just have totally just let me forgotten. let me see if i can get you a number of pokemon that know this move um this move was introduced in generation three by the way um okay uproar oh yeah good job uh that is correct uproar and u-turn uh, uproar is known by like a bajillion pokemon um the moment i oh, you said gen 3 I'm like all right loudred it's a tr U-turn. now yeah. that's cool oh that's cool the TR for no reason. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So um, the only only other moves that have uh, fewer letters associated with them are X, Scissor, and Yawn. They're the only X and Y moves in the Pokemon oh. universe. Oh. Fun fact. Um, 
Liger gives me little fun facts now. So you guys I are like one that. for one in uh, this is number two. This one's going to be from uh, Backslash. Um, and I hope Claude knows this. In Generation 8, what is the only Pokemon that can learn both Rain Dance and Sunny Day by level up? Oh, by level up? Cast one doesn't count because it doesn't exist. Um, is, could be Ludicolo. It's both a Yeah, Ludicolo is the first thing that comes into my mind because I just watched a but, Generations episode, or uh, what's it called? A Journeys episode where it used both of them, and I'm like... But Ludicolo but, is a stone evolution. So this Pokemon learns... Is it... This Gen 8 Pokemon or this Pokemon in Generation 8? It's in Generation 8. I will make okay. that clarification. Take from that what you will. Learns both Sunny Day and Rain Dance by level up. And I so, and I should know this. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. There is also a chance it's something that just dances and knows a lot of dance moves. Like Blossom, for example, would know Sunny Day and dances. No, and- Blossom doesn't learn it by level up, though. Okay. I, I know that one. Um, why should I know this? Yeah, I don't know what would help you uh, ring a bell or not, but... That, that's just throwing me off right now, is the fact that I should know what this move is. Oh, no, don't don't, don't 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 look too much into it. I just know that you know of Pokemon, so I assumed you would know what it is, but... <laughs> my, my mind went to Ludicolo originally, but I'm trying to think of that. What else knows dance moves or abuses the rain or the sun? I don't know. Serena is also a grass type dancer. Is Serena um, in the game? Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. Uh, Has been that. since so, day one. So nothing. So nothing's ringing a bell, huh? Nothing is really ringing nope. a bell for me. I think. Um. This is going to be so obvious. I'm going to hate it afterwards. Um. Ringing a bell. Be... Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that, is that is that your hint to us? Ringing a bell? That means like is, China. I didn't goes. say anything. I didn't say anything, guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking you. Absolutely. I'm just asking you a question. <laughs> if you say bell, it makes me think of Bronzong. Does Bronzong learn those? It can learn them. I don't. I mean, it learns it through TM or TR. I don't know if it learns it naturally through level up. I want to. I want to say you're wrong about it not being Blossom. <laughs> sure. We, we can go with Blossom. If, no, but if you know it's not Blossom. I, I just it, don't know Blossom knowing Rain Dance. I, I would be more guaranteed to guess, like, Cherim at that point. But Cherim also isn't, I don't think, in the game. It's not. Mm, it is. No, it's not. Not? It's not. Okay. Okay, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to need an answer. Just, oh, no. Okay. I, I want to I say it's Blossom because Thatch was trying to be funny about it. Nothing's ringing a bell, huh? Go for it. My, my answer would have been Ludicolo otherwise, but... Fine. Blossom. No. Blossom is incorrect. The answer oh. is Bronzong. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. There's no way it actually learns that through level up. Uh, sunny Day at level There's one. No um, and Rain Dance at level oh, 56. Sunny Day at level one, yeah. Real yeah. level up moveset. What? what? Yeah. This is so... Why does it learn those? I do not know, but it learns It learns Rain Dance. 56 is like its last move it learns, and it's Rain Dance. What disappointment, Bronzong. That's awful. It's absurd, but whatever. That's, Sorry, that's Claude, a, I that's led fine. you astray. No, I, I I thought it was Ludicolo, and I still think it's Ludicolo. <laughs> <laughs> that just has the wrong Bullopedia page. Hold up. This is your Pokedex entry question. You guys are one for two. You can be three for three again if you get this on the first one. 
Mm-hmm. This one is going to be from Liger himself, the trivia master. Okay. It's Pokedemon Emerald Entry states, It sleeps virtually all day and all night long. It doesn't change its nest its entire life. But sometimes it travels great distances by swimming rivers. What? <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? Wow. Um, so it, 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 the key things are nest and swims. Um and it sleeps a lot. Okay. Well, that means it's probably not Pelipper, but it could be Pelipper. Pelipper doesn't mm. swim in rivers? What? It Shh. flies. Shh. It can swim. Okay. Um, so. Emerald um, means it's Gen 3 or below. Yes. Okay. Is can it, you repeat the Pokedex entry? Thing, absolutely. Please? It sleeps virtually all day and all night long. It doesn't change its nest its entire life, but it sometimes travels great distances by swimming in rivers. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. Are they lazy rivers? So, so that makes you want to think like slack off, but like I know that's not true because <laughs> they would die. So they can't swim. I mean, what? What? Where does it say they, they can't, can't swim. swim? They just can't swim. Uh, what? They're sleeping. Why would they They're not be able boys. to swim? Um, maybe they float. Oh, they float down rivers, not swim. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lazy river. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I like Slackoth. Okay, let's 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 go with Slackoth. Slackoth is correct. Oh my god! Oh, wow. <laughs> the uh, second entry was from Alpha Sapphire, and it says this Pokemon's heart beats just once a minute. Whatever happens, yeah. it's content wow. to loaf around and motionless. It's rare to see this Pokemon wow. in motion. So you guys are three sleep- for three. When you said sleep all day, I was like, all right, well, there's only one Pokemon that does that, and that's Slackoff. But then you said it swims yeah. down river, and I'm like, Yeah, I don't why? know what is going on that, with that. That's just, like, bizarre. <laughs> so this next question is yeah. your multiple answer question. You can, in fact, um, get up to three points on this answer. Um, okay. He, uh, because you missed a point earlier. So this one is going to be from Sari. Um, okay. There are five answers. I only need three of them to get you all three points. Um, mm-hmm. because I don't know that you'll be able to get all of five. If you get all five bragging rights, um, so okay. in, I like bragging rights. In Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, list the five requirements to get the five stars on your trainer card. Um, you oh, get two okay. strikes. You get two strikes. You need to lock in every answer with me. All right. So one is Elite Four, I like beating Elite Four, becoming the champion. Are you locking that in? Yes, beating yes. the game is one of them. Yeah, it's, it's that is correct. Defeating the Elite Four is correct. Okay, um, I recently I recently recently looked this up, so I'm trying to remember because oh. it was a trivia question that I used. Um, <laughs> cool, cool. So you have one point. Um, I believe Battle Tower is always one, like hitting the fifty like battle point, like a Battle Tower streak. Okay, uh, will you I, like that? I in? like the sound of that. Mm. I don't need a number. I, I would if agree. you want to do that. I would I would I would go with that. That is Yeah, okay. A complete battle tower streak. That is correct. It's to get a one hundred streak in the battle tower, but I'll accept that. Sure. Uh yes. Cool. That's two points. Okay. Um There are three more. I I feel like one of them was something really stupid like win all the master rank contests. Does that um, sound plausible to you, Claude? That, uh, I, so I know that's one for, I don't know if that's for Heart Gold Soul Silver though. Mm. Um, and that's the only, only thing I'm worried about is I don't think that's Heart Gold Soul Silver. I know that's for like Platinum or Emerald. Yeah, okay. okay. But I don't think there's that. Um, usually completing the Pokedex is one. 
also I would, sounds plausible. I, I would guess I that would, one just because we have two, and why not? Which which Pokedex? Exactly. Oh, National Pokedex. The National Pokedex. Uh, completing the National Pokedex is correct, so that's three. I can give you the other two if you want. Just no, 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 no. I want, I want you to do this. I don't uh, think you're going to get the other two. <laughs> all right, so Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. Is one of them, like, completing all of, like, the Pokathlon events? It is. Uh, defeat the records in all 10 Pokathlon wow. events. Yeah, and there's okay. one more. There's one more. Um, so the only other, like, unique thing about Heart Gold, Soul Silver is they had those, like, shiny leaves, um, oh, on the Pokemon. Yeah. So my guess would be, like, you have to, like, get one on every route or something like that. Uh, so that it's very strange. close to that. You've got to collect five shiny leaves on one Pokemon and then speak to Ethan slash Lyra in New Bark Town. Ah, yes. Because each Pokemon wow. has five routes you can get a shiny you leaf. Got all of them. You got all of them. You need to find all of them, so yeah. That's three points. So you guys are Amazing. six for four right now. I, I like um, Tarkle Soul Silver a lot. So you still have Gen your hint. Was my time. You still have your hint. Um, and this is your base stat question. So you can get seven today and take the lead in trivia today. If you go ahead and answer this question correctly, this is going to come from Fuego. What ghost type has the lowest base stat total? Okay. Okay. That We're going to take the hint right away. I yeah. Think. What, I mean, this like, is, why not? This is a dual type. Um, I get, I don't know. I don't know how to give you the other type without giving it away. Um, this, okay. po- this Pokemon is very That's hard. That's also a hint. Yeah. It's also a hint. This Pokemon's uh, very hard to hit. Okay. Is it not Shedinja? Because, because of the one yeah, HP base. One HP, yes. Um, that's the first thing that pops into my head. Um, Honestly, yes. Like, the math checks out because, like, if you take the other, like, super tiny ghost type Pokemon that are dual types, like, Ghastly has good speed and special attack, and yeah. Dreepy has good speed, Sinisty has, like. I think bugs overall have the lowest. Like yeah, base exactly. stat total in general, so and that's the only bug ghost. Yep. So yeah, I like I like Shedinja for this yeah. one. Shedinja is correct. It has a base stat total of two thirty six. Oof! Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and the next two lowest are Dreepy with three hundred and seventy, and then uh, Litwick, and then Litwick with three seventy five. Okay, that's okay. We did it. All right, there we go. So you got seven today. Um, So that that changes up the ladder. Um, In first place, we have Clotted Whimsicott with seven. uh, A three-way tie for third place. We've got Sigma, P-Mickey, and Jushir with sixth. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. So with that said, if you want to catch more Puckles Pokey Quiz, you should catch us next week with more questions. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. And if you want more trivia, please check out the Trivia Challenge this Saturday, April 10th, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Twitch. Hey guys, make sure to check out the Puckle YouTube this week and see if you can catch our Soul Silver Puckle Plays Nuzlocke, where we're going to play Soul Silver and we're going to Nuzlocke it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you head on over to YouTube.com/PucklePodcast. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is what makes a Pokemon feel legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is a topic mostly brought up by Whimsicott and Claude, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys drive, okay, and explain how you want to go through this, and I'll I'll poke and prod and add add thatch commentary, of course. And I, I do think this changes at least it's it's changed for me and what I thought a Pokemon was legendary. Like if you think Gen One, where all we knew was just Gen One, the Pokemon that mm-hmm. felt legendary or even pseudo legendary didn't like varied drastically between like just games. 
Because yeah, at, at least okay. for me, like, I remember in Gen 1, like, the Hitmons, I thought were legendary mm. because there were two of oh. them, only two of them, and you could only ever get one. Oh, so they were actually more exclusive than Mewtwo. You're right. Yeah. Well, like, that, that, that was my huh. thought where it's like, oh, these are so rare that there's only one of them in each game. And like that, like exclusivity made it very legendary mm-hmm. feel to me. Whereas in every playthrough, you could get like a Moltres, a mm. yes. So would you say the same thing about one the starters and then two like Ammonite and Kabuto? Well, the starters, no, because there were starters. Okay, All right, that makes Kabuto, sense. I, I just remember getting them like you could get them so early. Uh, you got the mm-hmm. fossils oh. early, but you didn't get the purify or not purify. I'm thinking no, of you, that you purified it late, but like. I don't know. Those were fossils, and that felt like a different thing to me. Mm, I get what you're saying. Mm. I get what you're saying. I don't. Maybe I don't feel the same way, and maybe that's because of the hours of like of Pokemon Stadium I played as a kid. Because Mm. well, with Pokemon Stadium, for those of you who aren't aware, and I I, once again, you might not be because you probably weren't. You weren't like eight or nine, like when everything was happening. I have never played Pokemon Stadium. Oh my gosh. Okay, so like part of me wants to go ahead and do a playthrough on cart of like blue and red blue or red <laughs> then do like the pokemon stadium post game stuff with it wow you can pull the save off the cart and then like dump it onto yeah, like a yeah. homebrew 3ds and like bring them through home and bank and everything i sort of know that what you could do in pokemon stadium is if you played and you beat like the elite four and like the gym trainer challenge thing they had at the mm-hmm. end of it they would give you a pokemon at the end and they typically just did it to kind of help you fill in your pokedex if you didn't have friends mm-hmm. oh there were like a list of pokemon that you could get from pokemon stadium exclusively for doing that and so like as a kid you're just like especially like on summer break right mm-hmm. you're not doing anything yeah you defeat gym leader castle and these are the pokemon you can get for beating it one you could get uh you can get the three starters bulbasaur charmander swirtle which is really cool mm-hmm. hitmonlee hitmonchan you could also get mm-hmm. eevee so you could get the other two eevee lucians that you didn't Ooh. get before and then also ammonite and kabuto because you, oh, wow. it was pretty much all the pokemon that like had multi like you had to make a choice with so you could get the yeah. other choices that's awesome. I didn't know that. That's, That's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, so Stadium yeah. did that for you. There was also a Psyduck you could get if you registered all 151 Pokemon in the Hall of Fame as well. And <laughs> it, it, knew, it knew Amnesia, which I don't think Psyduck knew at the time. Oh, probably not. Also, fun fact about Pokemon Stadium, you could actually get a Surfing Pikachu as well. Yeah. If you completed a couple specific events in Pokemon yeah, Stadium, yeah. and then you could unlock like the Surfing Pikachu minigame in Pokemon Yellow. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Didn't know that. Very Fun facts, but continue. I'll let you guys go. I'm sorry. This is just Thatch's like tidbits. Oh, no. That that was just so- like little me back when I was growing up, being like, "Oh wow, these must be so rare." <laughs> <laughs> well, as as Thatch mentioned, I'm about seven billion years old, and I wasn't a kid when I played Pokemon for the first time. So for me, it was all about the lore. Like you mm. go around in the Pokemon Mansion, and you read these diaries about Mewtwo and Mew, and that was, okay, so Mewtwo is a legendary. And the other thing that made the legendaries legendaries was that they were, like, fixed overworld encounters. Mm. Yes. Yes. You could see them in the overworld, which was a huge deal in, you know, Generation 1, when you're 16 pixels tall. (laughs) And... It made them feel like, oh, this is a part of the world, like a significant part of the world. They were also all optional. 
Yes. Like, you didn't have to encounter any of them in Gen 1 specifically to be able to beat the game. You didn't even have to go to the locations to beat the game in any mm-hmm. of those. And also, like, whenever you were actually able to get to those locations, usually they were still too strong for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they would most likely wipe your team. That made them feel like a big deal. That made them feel like a legendary Pokemon. Honestly, if I were to say, I would say that Gen 1 and to a lesser extent Gen 2 did it really right where they weren't, mm-hmm. they were in the story. Well, I, they weren't even in the story in Gen 1. Like you hear about them and you you know they exist and then you get to encounter that's, them. That's, that's the whole thing. It felt it felt really cool because like you never actually have to go through Seafoam Islands to beat um, Red and Blue. You never nope. need mm-hmm. to, or the power plant or the power plant. You do have to go through if Victory you Road. Know where to go in Victory Road? Like it was in a, yeah. a specific spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like on your way to the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it, it was uh, definitely an interesting uh, way to do it. I like it. I wish we kind of went back to that to a lesser extent. Um, they kind of well, did mean, it. They kind of did it in Sun and Moon, I think. Well, they with did the it through a lot of the games where like they started incorporating the box legendaries into the story. Or mm-hmm. the other, like, mythicals into it. Because I think of Diamond and Pearl, where it's, oh, all of the Lake Trio gets captured, and you have to go bring, like, Dialga or Palkia back to, you know, save the day. <coughs> or even in, uh, what's it, Hoenn, where you have Kyogre and Groudon that are See? running rampant, that are that are awoken, and you have to get Rayquaza to help fix it. Like, there are... Hoenn? Mm-hmm. Uh, See, Hoenn worked for me, and Sinnoh didn't. And I can't quite put my finger on why, mostly because I don't remember Sinnoh very well. I mean, I understand what they were trying to do, especially in later games, where they're just like, oh, the legendary Pokemon are super critical to the story, blah, blah, blah. Um, Because they even did that in Gold and Silver, right? Like, you're forced into an encounter with either Lugia or Ho-Oh throughout the story. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. There's just, like, something to it where, like, you just hear about these Pokemon through NPCs. And honestly, you can't really do it anymore because the internet exists. There's just something to it where it's just like, oh, yes, this Pokemon just is out there and you have to explore the world and here's your prize for exploring this optional dungeon. Yeah. I wish there was more. I mean, this is this is something that we complained about with Sword and Shield, right? There wasn't a lot of like off the beaten path at all Mm -hmm. in Sword and Shield. Very true. I would say Gen 1 more so than uh, a lot of other games had a lot of off the beaten path stuff and they gave you a Mm -hmm. proper reward for going off the beaten path. Yes. Yes. That is so true. Whereas I, I think with black and white, they just threw everything in your path. Or black and white too. In black and white too, yeah, they literally threw the musketeer trio in front of you. Yes, that was a bit awkward. I think they did a better job in black and white because you kind of heard about the musketeer trio and you didn't know where they were, and you did have to go mm-hmm. off the beaten path to find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I thought and I still think is really cool. I like stuff like that, and I miss it in Pokemon in general because we haven't had that in a very long time. I I can't even say we had that in Gen. Six, like I think Gen Five was yeah. li- literally the last time we've had anything like that. I kind of like I tried to make that happen for myself in Gen Eight, and I kind of went overboard on the other side because when I started Sword, I was like very early on because I I bought my game off of the Australian eShop, mm-hmm. so it was like me and Sparky. In the in the voice chat, and I meet Zacian at the beginning, but I've never seen Zacian outside of its crown form. And since I hadn't been checking up spoilers and trailers and all that stuff, I 
I didn't recognize Ishan. <laughs> I thought it was the third legendary. I honestly thought, oh, this is so cool. This is like the third legendary. How disappointing. They tell you its name. <laughs> but th- that's yeah. something they've done recently, though, with, with legendaries that kind of has a legendary feel where it's, they've given them these alternate forms. Like, I think of Kiram yeah. and Kiram Black and Kiram White, where it's, oh, you have this one powerful creature that's legendary that can become even more powerful. You have Zygarde with the father form and the dog form, I guess, as well. That's not legendary, but still. Like, and then you have, uh, what's it? Necrozma with Dusk Mane and Dusk Wings or Dawn Wings. Dawn Wings. Dawn Wings and yeah. Dusk Yeah, and now you have yeah. Satian and Zamazenta that are heavily tied into the lore of Galar that have these forms. Mm-hmm. I actually think, once again, the fusions don't really work for me because it feels like a very artificial gimmick even though the ones from gen 5 are theoretically based on the lore they don't work quite as well for me because i would have expected to see the original dragon not like two-thirds of the original dragon <laughs> in a way. it stayed awkward since we never got the ultimate final form okay so whereas so like on that note just like very quickly we get arceus legend soon what if they do that mm-hmm. for the... Because I, 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 I honestly think that Arceus Legends is what they wanted to release instead of BDSP. <laughs> yeah, kind of feels like I, it. That's what it feels like. I really hope that at some point, instead of getting like Unova remakes, because I think that would be probably dumb, but, mm-hmm. because I don't know how you incorporate like Black and White 2 and Black and White, and nobody's going yeah. ha- to be happy with however they do anything with that. No one will ever be happy. Nobody will be happy with whatever they do. So I think what you do is you just make a third game like Legends where you go back in the past and then you meet the original dragon and you can be there for the story when the dragon splits, right? Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 And it turns out you're like, and you're, oh my God, you're one of the heroes and your twin is your rival. Uh, I, I would, I would prefer it if you were just separate from it and you'd like observe the entire story happening. That way, that way the lore doesn't get destroyed (sighs) in that like, oh, I was there. I made this happen. But then you get sword and shield syndrome where things happen around you. Yeah. I think if you do it in the style of, uh, legends like they have, I think it does better. I think it, I think it plays better to have things happen around you because Mm. that's kind of the point of like a Legend of Zelda game or Breath of the Wild game, I should say. Is that things are happening around you and you're reacting to it. So the other thing I wanted to talk about with this topic is, like, we understand, like, a legend, like, the legends are, like, these big, powerful, like, very rare creatures. But, like, Mm -hmm. Pokemon has brought up several, like, pseudo-legends. And in my mind, those do not feel nearly as legendary. Yeah. Like, what what is the, like, what's the gap between something like, I don't know, like, Dragonite and Moltres? Mm Mm-hmm. I think the difference between, well, like, the actual difference is that there's multiple Dragonite. Um, but, well, yeah, but, like, yeah. is that it? Like, because yes. in, in most ways, like, originally, Dragonite, originally, Dragonite was just as hard to get. Like, you had to, like, I think, find Dratini in the Safari Zone. But you could fish up one Dratini in the Safari Zone, get another one from the Game Corner prize. That's right. Uh, it was a prize. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. But, like, so if you think never... of Hoenn, you get one Beldum. Well, you can uh, breathe, but you can breathe yeah. at that point. So, is, like, so yeah, I, I think that's another thing that makes a legendary feel legendary. It has to be unique. Like, you cannot get more than one in that game. Yes. But Manaphy can breathe into Fionn. You can't get another Manaphy, though. No, you can't. Also, it's a mythical. Fionn's status has always been, like, really sketch. 
Yeah. Like the community doesn't know how to label it. I think they did label him as a mythical though. Um, officially, but I think so. Uh, but only because you have to have a mythical to get him. I think. <laughs> so, so, what is the difference yes. between something that's mythical and something that's legendary? Uh, mythical, poco- mythical, mythical is Pokemon only are- available through events. Yeah, they're not even in the game. Okay, I mean, like, but like, it's the same thing. Uh, it's almost the same thing. Almost. So, mythical is but rarer it's... than legendary. So, okay, they, there is an, there yeah. are actual like official descriptions for this. So, mythical Pokemon are a group of Pokemon seen so rarely in the Pokemon world that some question their very existence, um, which is represented them by them not really being in the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, like, in Pokemon mythology, blah, blah, blah. So, like, legendaries are different, though, because legendary Pokemon... In Japanese media, mythical and legendary Pokemon have always been presented in distinct groups. It's just in the U.S. Mm. where we blur the lines. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm trying to do, is I'm trying to, like, determine, is the only difference that you can't get it without an event in the game? Essentially. Essentially. I think yes. so. Yeah. Yes, essentially. So then, something like Azelf, Uxie, and Mesprit. Yes. Are legendary. Are legendary. They're legendary? Yes. Uh, yes. Those are legendary. I thought they were pixies, yes. though. No, that, no, yeah, no, 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 that's different. Not, okay, that's different. All right. It's that, not that's what a fan they are, thing. it's the availability. So yes. then what is Chris what is Cresselia? Legendary. Legendary. But Darkrai is mythical. Yes. It's mythical. Yes. yes. Let's not talk about the biggest travesty in all of Pokemon. Yes. I, I, I'm just trying to like figure out what lines are blurred and what aren't. So would something like Calyrex and all of its forms be considered legendary or mythical? Yes. Legendary. Legendary. If you can use them in VGC, in restricted VGC, they are legendary. They are not mythical. Yeah, but it requires you to have the Crown Tundra event. Yeah, but that's a DLC. You can use Urshifu. You can use Urshifu, so who cares? Like, that requires you to have Isle of Armor. I'm trying to just find, like, the, the plot holes that... Okay, this. so if you can buy it with money, <laughs> there it's <we> go. legendary. <laughs> if you cannot buy it with money, but you have to be in a specific place or in a specific time to have it, it's mythical. Mew doesn't count. Neither does Manaphy in that regard, but... Mew doesn't count because the Pokeball. Okay, fine. But theoretically, it's all a matter of availability. Celebi, it got demythicalized. Uh, It's a mythical that got demythicalized, like Deoxys, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you can buy them with money. Yes. So aren't they still technically considered mythical? They are are still mythical. No, no, they they don't get... You don't get... Once you're mythical, you don't get bumped down. Okay. But they've been given, like, they're as widespread as legendaries now. Uh, They are in... Practic- it's practice. kind of like Harry and Meghan. They're oh not technically part of the royal family anymore, but Harry is still of royal blood and is still related to everyone else. What? That's a really bad analogy, and I hate that I understood all of it. It's not bad. Oh, They're not oh, functionally part of the royal family, but Harry is still a royal. I don't like any of this conversation. <laughs> I don't like any of this conversation. I'm sorry. It was the only metaphor I could come up with. I don't like I mean, it either. It's, it's, it, you make sense. It makes sense. Okay. It makes sense in what you're saying. Trust me, I'm not proud that that was what my brain reached Apparently, for. Apparently, Kubfu uh, and Urshifu count as legendaries. They added them to the legendaries. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I guess so they did put them up in so, that picture. So now that legendary can evolve. Are there other legendaries that evolve? Like, does that... Yes, Cos- Cosmoem, Cosmo, Cosmoem. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are probably so the first... consider the babies legendaries. Those were the first po- legendary are. Pokemon that evolved was uh, Sogaleo mm-hmm. and Lunala. Which was why it was such a good plot twist. Mm-hmm. It was. It was very... I, I Sun and Moon did a lot I of things them. right. 
Um, the, the only problem is Sun and Moon did like they did the wrong thing at the beginning with the trainer school. <laughs> yeah, the hand holding through the first, like the entire game was kind of annoying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. I really loved Sun and Moon, but every time I try to replay it, I like run aground and cannot sail on on those first couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like I was feeling a uh, craving to play with Minior. So I thought, oh, I'll just do a playthrough of, say, Pokemon Moon, which I haven't finished yet. And then I thought about the initial slog, and I thought, <laughs> yeah, that's not worth it. I'll just play Sword or another profile so I can get the Reggie and the course <laughs> that I'm missing. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, but Calyrex is considered legendary as well now, and so is Glastrier and Spectre. Speaking of, that, that's a really greatly done legendary. Oh, 1,000%. Like, it has the lore, it takes you through a story, and the reward for that story is another legendary, which feels extremely legendary as well. Like, I praise the Gen 1 stuff. I think that, I think their Crown Tundra thing is fantastic in its own way. Because I think Mm -hmm. it it felt like, and I I couldn't believe it when I did it, but it felt like being in a Pokemon movie. (laughs) Like, that's 100% what it felt like. Yes! (laughs) Like, I I, I hate the fact that I rushed through it, because part of me is like, I want to go back and, like, redo it again. Because I I, I feel like I missed something. And I love it when a game punishes you for doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I remember Crown Tundra like being up at like ten, eleven at night when it came out, and being like, "All right, let's go through this," and spending like three hours, like dead tired, trying to find all of the footprints to go <laughs> walk around to find a Verizion. And I'm like, I hate this, but I love it. Yeah. Honestly, I can't say it enough. I think the DLC was done very well. Like, just like Sword and Shield had its flaws, yes. but the DLC was fantastic. I, I have zero complaints about Sword and Shield's DLC, especially the Crown Tundra. A great story, added Dynamax Adventures. I like both of them Amazing. for different reasons. I like both of them for very different reasons. Like I think I, mm. I think Isle of Armor was the wild area we should have gotten to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I think Crown Tundra was just very good in being like, hey, here's a lot of things for you to go do. Mm-mm. They they make sense for you to go do. They're not just like blah blah blah, do <laughs> do this and that. And uh, so yeah. it was I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed them for different reasons. They also had a cave that got me lost for the first time in Pokemon in like 20 years. Okay. Um, there's that cave that you can go through. And because it's not like pixels and top down, it's very it's very easy to like get lost in it when you're walking around because it's just like tunnel after yeah, tunnel. And it just winds. You actually don't know where north is. Yeah, it's so cool. I love oh, it. Yes, 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 yes. I loved it. I loved it, and I want more of it. And Zubats came after you. I'd never been so happy to have a Zubat encounter in my entire oh, life. But now you can dodge yeah. them. Yeah. Now you can, like, it's perfect. <laughs> I've never been so happy to have a Zubat encounter in my entire life. <laughs> it, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is, like, a little upset that, like, they didn't announce more DLCs coming. Yeah. I don't think it will. Uh, I would love for that to happen. Like, I would love for that to be like the twist that we were talking, like you were talking about, Claude. Like, instead of maybe the Pokemon coming over, like, hey, we got a third DLC coming for Sword and Shield. We yeah. we get to do that in 2022 at some point, and that, that I mean that would be fun because it's, honestly, um, Legends is going to be I, the, Legends has a lot of hype on it, and I don't disagree with that hype and like being excited with Legend for Legends because it's a really cool concept. I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm still at a cool concept stage because. We saw so little of it that 
besides the concept, there wasn't much to get excited about. Well, so I've got I've got a couple concerns with it that make it that's that are going to make it feel not like Pokemon, in my opinion. Mm. The first being I'm a little I'm genuinely concerned that um, well, one, it's a one player game, so it's not going to be the actual Pokemon experience. It's listed yeah. as a one player game, not multiplayer like the yeah. other games are. So that that bothers me a little bit. Yeah, I can't trade. You can't battle. Yeah, that's... that means there's no trading. There's no battling with the other people. Two, there have been leaks, and they haven't shown it. Um, I don't know if it was just like a prototype thing where they were considering this, but they were talking about changing the battle system hmm. from turn based to like uh, something more akin to like what Masters did, um, where you like had a oh. meter for your power or whatever to attack. All right, I guess that's. But interesting. it didn't look like that in the. trailer. No, it didn't look like that in the trailer. But there were leaks that like that came out like six hours oh, before that. that. It was considered at some point. I don't know if it means it was considered and it was dropped or they're still considering it and they haven't figured it out yet because they didn't really talk about it, right? Hmm. Maybe there's hmm. a way to turn it on and off or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if they if they weren't sure about the battle system yet, they would not have put the classic battle system in the trailer. But maybe I'm giving them too much credit. I think we always give them too much credit. So. <laughs> Fair. That's fine. I, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm a little concerned to kiss, but I... I I would love to see another DLC because I don't think Pokemon Legends is going to really scratch the Pokemon itch super well. No. I think it's going to scratch the itch that everybody's been having for Breath of the Wild Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. That's what I think it's going to scratch and nothing else. Mm-mm, that's very fair. It's just it's just a placeholder until Gen 9. Um, Probably. I, mm-hmm. I, I assume Gen 9 is coming in 2022 at this point. Yep. I would still love one more DLC. Yeah. I, I would rather yeah. have another DLC. For a year, and then Gen 9, and then... And Gen 9 in 2023? I think that's what they should do. I I think that's what they should do, honestly. I could also see it becoming something more fluid, because, I mean, we're we're really inching closer to that 1,000 Pokemon number. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be the next generation's going to hit that 1,000 and stop. I, I don't know. I could... What I would rather see, and maybe this is just me being, like, an old crotchety man... I would love for them to do something like they were doing with the DLC, where it's just like, here's like four new Pokemon. Move along. Mm. And I'm sure we'll see some... I wonder if we're going to see new Pokemon in Legends as well. Like, here's five new Pokemon in Legends. And you can take them to home, and then you can move them to whatever game afterwards. So I'm wondering if we're going to see something more like that in the Mm. future. Like, hey, here's like ten new Pokemon for this update. In my mind, what I would like... I think Legends is a really good step in the right direction. But what I would like is I would like Legends for just like a general Pokemon story. Well, they it, it is a series, so we're we're on the right track right there. Let's go is a series. Think, Let's go is a series, put that in context. Uh, uh that's um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Technical, technically not because Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue were not a series when they came out, but they still had, you know, name version. Mm. Whereas Pokemon Legends is just one, but it still has name version, which makes it built to be the premise of a possible series. Mm, a possible series. I think. I think this is a test. I think this is dipping toes into oh, something yeah. different. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying we're definitely getting another Legends, but they have made it so that the possibility is already inbuilt with the way they have titled it. I, I think this kind of follows on Claw's point, and maybe we should wrap up after this, but I, I think it's very... I, I think if you release Legends early 2022, I think it would feel weird to release another game at the end of 2022. But to be fair, we're also yes. getting BDSP followed like six months, three to five, six months later 
Yeah, and they may just decide to not do a new game next next fall or another spinoff or something. I think it'd be cool to fill that gap with another DLC for Sword and Shield. I think that would be cool. Yeah. That, it's either that or they release a Legend Part 2 where it's yeah a DLC for the Legends. Who knows? Yeah. I think if you get like the National Pokedex DLC for, you know, Sword and Shield in the fall of 2022, then you essentially are free to move Gen 9 over by another year. Yeah, absolutely. And have it in 2023, which gives you a bit of breathing room because another thing that we should be considering when we talk about the future generations of Pokemon is there have never been more than two generations on the same console, but there's really nothing on the horizon that... I wonder what consoles mean in general in the future, right? Exactly. So... We're we're not getting something to replace the Switch anytime soon. We might get an improved Switch, yes. which um, is not exactly like it's more like getting the Game Boy Color instead of the Game Boy. I mean, the answer is is a new 3DS. That's what it is. It's the new 3DS above Switches, but it's yes, uh, but still, we we only had you know, mm, I don't know. Yeah, the, the new 3DS works. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a hardware revision. This happens all the time. It's the PS4. We still only had two generations f- made for the 3DS, even with the new 3DS. I, I don't know what the future of the game is yet, and I'm sure TPCI doesn't really know. <laughs> Probably because they don't know what's going to happen with the Switch. Like, they got it wrong once before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust... Honestly, I don't trust the management uh, anymore after hearing that, but Mm-mm-mm. it's... I don't know. Wait. We should end it there, though. I think there's plenty of things to look out for, more legends to happen, and uh, we'll see how things go. Uh, We're going to cut it here, guys. Um, We're going to go ahead then and kick it on over to Puckle's Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode today is National Dex number 250, Ho-Oh, the Rainbow Pokemon. Its Ruby and Sapphire Pokedex entry states, Ho's feathers glow in seven colors, depending on the angle at which they are struck by light. These feathers are said to bring happiness to the bearers. This Pokemon is said to live at the foot of a rainbow. Give us science, Thatch. Uh, so the color of the rainbow isn't just green. But, uh... <laughs> what? You're telling me rainbows are not just green lines? Right, right. They're just not green. They they are, in <laughs> fact, all of the colors everywhere. Um, I always like when people say the Last seven night. colors of the rainbow, and that's absolutely not true. It's like all the color... All the colors of the rainbow is a better way to put it than... Yeah. The seven colors of the rainbow. Even, like, if you want to really try to distinguish them, which is kind of silly, but you can... There's really only six. Indigo was, like, put there by someone who... Somebody... Yeah, I don't know why Indigo is put in there at all. Because like, Roy G. Biv needed the eye. It's still <laughs> dumb. I, like, I, I'm i not a fan of Indigo being included because it was just... It feels like somebody was a tryhard when they did it. Yeah, they just wanted to get to seven because it was symbolic and it meant something. Yes. Uh, I read about this recently. And they stuck Indigo in there. They... Whereas, like, if you actually look at a rainbow, you 
it's much easier to say, oh, Scion is in between green and blue. Yes, but no, that is they true. went with indigo. That's true. So I, at least like the pride flag got rid of it. Yeah. I I don't know too many things, at least in the US, that like keep indigo in for the most part. Like uh most places like tell you like, oh, there's six colors in the rainbow, and it's like, yeah, that makes sense because indigo is indigo is like so hard to tell the difference with. Yeah. This is actually this is actually scientifically proven. It's actually easier to tell when you're it, like closer to yellow and green, like to tell the difference between mm-hmm. colors. I, I actually had this conversation recently on for my piece of equipment at work. <laughs> 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 because we do this type of spectroscopy where, well, it's not spectroscopy, but uh, we do this kind of diffraction work. And what you do is you essentially, it's like an old school TV. You shoot an electron mm-hmm. beam and then it scatters mm-hmm. off your material. And because crystals are crystals... And yeah. then what happens is you get a pattern from the reflection of the electrons. And then you essentially yeah. take those scattered electrons and you place them onto like a, a screen, kind of like how old TVs mm-hmm. would work. And um, I have always used one of these with a green screen because then you get uh, you can tell the difference between like the bright spots a lot easier on the mm-hmm. green. But the for the new machine that we had, the screen was blue. And I asked the tech, I'm like, why, oh. why is this blue? And they go, honestly, because some higher up thought it looked cool. And oh. I was just like, I'm like, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, it's dumb because it's way easier and way better to do your measurements on the green one. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I yeah. absolutely agree. And he's like, yeah, so we don't even make these anymore. Uh, but right now you have that until it breaks. And I'm just like, I hate this. <laughs> cool. I hate my blue screen. So fun fact, uh, fun well- stories. Other fun fact, magenta doesn't exist. Look it up. It's cool. But let's talk Pokemon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Hello is actually a bulky boy. He's he's legendary, right? So he has that 680 base stat total that everybody's so mm-hmm. jelly of. And he's got uh, 106 HP, 130 attack, one or just 90 defense, womp womp, 110 special attack, but 154 special defense. Oh my gosh, wow. is that decent? And then 90 speed, Yep, which is also decent. And this, I mean, he just makes him a bulky boy. And fire flying, I mean, isn't a terrible typing? It's not bad defensively. Yeah, no, in, G- in VGC, it's actually pretty decent, because, like, fairies got real big. Fairies yeah. steal, it stops. Yeah. Right now, Zamazenta is the most popular Pokemon in VGC right now. And Zamazenta? Or Zam- Zashin, oh my gosh, Zashin. Zashin is the most popular Pokemon in the meta. Zamazenta's at like 1% usage, calm down. And <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Zashin's like at like 30-some percent usage or something. Crazy high. Wow. And he uh, he gets like hard stopped by Ho-Oh. Oh yeah. Because... Yeah. I've witnessed that. <laughs> Unless you Dynamax, then he still does way too much damage. Yeah, but you don't Dynamax when you play against him. That's what you do. Because he, you resist every single one of Zacian's, like, top three attacks between Play yeah. Rough, Behemoth yep. Blade, and Close, close combat. combat. You resist everything. So Ho actually just, like, smacks Zacian. So and I, that's mainly what this team is for, is to stop Zacian. Yes, the team that we have today is a VGC team because of our PFTT. You can try this team out yourself if you want to stop try to stop a Zacian, but your opponent also decides to use the same PFTT team because they don't know what they're doing either. So just be careful of that. I don't know if you want to play the Ho-Omir. Uh, <laughs> the Ho-Omir is a lot of fun, I will say. So this is a this is a Ho-Oh team. We've got our Ho holding safety goggles, and you'll see why here in a little bit. 
with Regenerator because Ho gets Regenerator. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. And he gets, uh, he also has two, this is 204 HP, 156 attack, 52 defense, 20 special defense, 76 speed. Very standard. We all know what these EV spreads do, yeah, obviously. Like, slash S. If you have to ask, you, you don't need to. Uh, slash S, slash S, slash S. I'm going to put this there, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is an adamant homo. It has sacred fire so that it can smack things with fire type moves. It's got brave bird because that's the best flying type move. This is meant to go big, by the way, um, most of the time. Mm-mm. It also has recover and protect so that you can uh, you can go ahead and do those things. It, it, I wouldn't say it's paired with this other Pokemon, the next Pokemon, but uh, this other Pokemon's on the team to give you an, op- op- an alternative mode, and that's Lapras G-Max with light clay. Um, mm-hmm. This is 252 HP, 252 special attack, modest nature, and hydro pump, freeze dry. Perish song, I think, is a little weird. I would prefer it's to put just in case. Yeah, I would prefer I'd to prefer put thund- ice shard there. Uh, I or prefer thunder. thunder. Yeah, or thunder. Yes, actually, mine has thunder and ice shard, and it doesn't have protect. Uh, I like protect. <laughs> yeah, protect is good but my, but mine is not a vgc one <laughs> mine is a bss one. this is meant to give you some uh i think alternatives to the ho ho might also do better in the aura veil mode as well Mm-mm-mm. i mean it's already bulky as heck behind the aura veil you just you just don't get rid of it oh it's very hard to it's very hard to knock out ho very hard Mm-mm. it is bulky even if you hit it with like hydro pump in the rain from that lapras it may not go down <laughs> Yeah. Uh, or well, it might not even go to half. Yeah, uh, yeah. You need. You really need to hit it with a rock type move, Pro- and even then, even then, like it might not work. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I think one of the most popular rock type moves right now is on Landorasterion. That's that's not stab. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a calc real quick. But go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and move on to the sand mode that also exists. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rock types. This team also has a sand mode, which is the reason Ho is wearing some very fashionable safety goggles. The sand is brought by the Teeter himself, with sand stream, a quiet nature, and zero speed IVs, because you want to win the weather war. It has 252 HP, 4 attack, 36 defense, 196 special attack, because this is mostly a special Teeter, and 20 special defense. And it's holding a weakness policy, which we'll, we'll, we'll go back to later. It has Rock Slide, because you might as well have Rock Slide. Might as well. It's yeah. got, rock Slide's better yeah. anyway, so it's fine. Um, yeah. It's got Dark Pulse and Ice Beam, because you need the Ice Beam. And of course, it's got Protect. And one oh, of the reasons fun. the weakness policy is there is its friend Dracozolt with Sandrush holding a life orb, a jolly nature, 4 HP, 252 attack, 252 speed. It's rocking Earthquake, so it can activate the weakness policy. Probably won't kill the T-Tar because it's really bulky. It's got, of course, Bolt Beak, Dragon Claw, and Protect. And he's a very good boy. Very good boy, boy, indeed. Uh, I'm looking at this spread. Um, So you can actually knock it out with uh, Lando, it looks like. Hmm. Good. Uh, let me double check. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't have rock slide. I've got. Um, oh no, you can't knock it out Stone with edge. rock slide. Actually, you have to. You have to use Stone Edge with Lando. Mm. You have to. You have to hit Stone Edge, which is hit, important. 
Yeah, no, if you hit Rock Slide with um, full max attack, Jolly Lando, max damage you're going to do to it is 83%. Fun fact. And imagine you go big. Wow. Uh, <laughs> imagine you go big. Yeah, but big. then if you go big, you're not behind the Aurora Veil. So. Really? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, never mind. You're right. Um, max Rockfall does not KO you when the Lando goes big either. So wow. Just uh, heads up. Wow. Mm-hmm. You do not. Yeah, you don't KO the Lando by any means, but. <laughs> no. But. I didn't expect you to kill the Lando, but. Yeah. No, but the Lando probably expected to kill you. Yeah. Or at least to finish you off with mm-hmm. sand, but nope. Okay, yeah. There are still two members left on the team. Uh, a little more support. You have Amoongus with a Coba Berry to live those max flyings. Um, with Regenerator, uh, EVs are 252 HP, 156 defense, 100 special defense, bold nature. Um, this one only has 27 speed EVs for some reason. I think it's to creep something, I guess, or under creep something. You're, you're probably under. You're probably under speeding something in Trick Room. Possibly. But it has clear smog, you know, to get rid of those Dynamax boosts. Spore, Rage Powder, and Protect. Fairly standard Amoongus. Mm-hmm. The Safety Goggles, I think, doesn't that also help against Spores? Which on one? Home? Uh, safety does. Goggles, yeah. Yeah. So, yep. that's always a nice thing to have. I love Safety Goggles. I think I ran it for half a second on um, something in VGC. I forget what it, Oh, no, we were playing VGC in our Dodrio tournament. That's why I used it on Zapdos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so many people try to, oh. in like sun mode, people try to uh, sleep powder sleep Lapras powder. all yeah. the time. Or not Lapras, <laughs> but Zapdos all the time. And so they would always go for that first yeah. and then it would be like, it doesn't work. Ha ha. And then you kill them yeah, anyway. Ha-ha. And then you kill them anyway. Yeah. And to round up the team, as we talked about so much already, uh, is a lander scenario of our own. Uh, this one with Assault Vest to take some extra hits. 244 HP, 116 attack, 4 defense, four, uh, 12 special defense, and 132 speed, adamant nature, with Earthquake, Fly, Rock Slide, and Superpower. So that's EV. that EV spread is actually standard. I don't know what it does, but I, I'm not joking, that is actually standard. Yeah, that is the standard <laughs> AV Lando for BGC. Yeah. I think maybe, and I'm, I'm really just throwing it out there, might be to like outspeedization after a max airstream. Uh, very and possible. Very possible. To live something that I, I'm not sure about. Yeah, you're probably right. I'll believe you. But if you want to use this team, you can go over to our Discord server and grab it. Grab the rental code. It looks fun. I like ho to counter the Zacian. I, I would say you'd have better luck on the ladder with this than you would in, VG, in PFTT this week. But it would be uh, a lot of fun uh, to try out and just like squash people with Lando. Or not Lando, Zacian. All right. So that is going to be it for the team of the week, our poke of the episode. We are going to go ahead and switch gears to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And it turns out that because we didn't talk about Pokemon last week for the first time ever, uh, nobody answered the mailbag question. (laughs) 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 Thatch tried something different and it did not go well, apparently. Uh, (laughs) So we have nobody who wanted to answer answer the mailbag question last week. Would have been a free green Tauros badge. Right? Um, Free green Tauros badge if you would have just talked to me about your your times with Monster Rancher back in the 1990s. (laughs) Or talked about Digimon. So... Uh, that's all I wanted to know, but apparently none of you know. I mean, we had a good time talking about it last week. 
I ended up I did end up finding my cartridge of Dragon Warriors Monsters Two. I found my cartridge of it. Wow. So I might try to play that on stream at some point. <laughs> that was one of the funniest parts of the last episode for me because Dragon Warriors Monsters Two sounds yes. like, it like sounds the awful. title of a game that I bought put together. Yes, no, it's like from random words. Okay, but the game is legitimately just Pokemon, but with yeah. worse mechanics. <laughs> it's Pokemon with worse mechanics. Like that's literally what the game is. Wow. As a child, it was incredibly frustrating because you couldn't catch anything. Like, uh, because like if you go from Pokemon to that, like if you go from that to Pokemon, you go, oh yes, Pokemon's better. But if you go from Pokemon to that, you go, this is definitely worse. And <laughs> you go from Pokemon to almost anything, and you think, oh yes. Well, it's just like because Pokemon did a really good job, and I think it's all with the capture mechanics, one thousand percent. That's Mm-mm-mm. what it is. It's the capture mechanics of Pokemon are vastly superior to anything else. Yep. Yes. Like, it, they're just very good at it. They did a very good job figuring it out, and they got to catch them all aspect. Um, good for them. Yeah. Bravo, Pokemon. You did it. So, yep. without any emails this week, uh, I will leave you guys a new mailbag question that hopefully you will all answer and try to get the Green Tauros badge for. And that is the question, what other Pokemon feel legendary to you but aren't legendary Pokemon? Um, because we, we hit on, like, one or two with, like, Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, but... I was wondering if anybody else had like those experiences, or we were wondering if anybody else had those experiences. Yeah. Or Pokemon you thought was legendary that actually isn't. Yeah. Exactly. I definitely had one of them, but I'm sure many listeners will say the same thing in their mailbag, so I'll shut up. Yes, so answer that at, uh, at pokopodcast at gmail.com and let us know. We would really appreciate that. But because we don't have any emails this week, we're going to play a fun little game that we play when we have to fill airtime. And <laughs> and that is called Pokemon uh, 20 questions, or I guess 15 questions, because we found out 20 is too much. So I was hoping you had forgotten that. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done it in a very long time. And so the way this game works is I've got a Pokemon pulled up. They can ask me any questions they want, except about national decks numbers, essentially, to grab the Pokemon and figure out what this Pokemon is. I don't think we've done this in Gen 8, actually, so it might be harder. So, if you guys are ready, I have a Pokemon selected, and you guys have to ask the questions to try to figure out what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, do you want to start, Mumsica, or do you want me to start? Uh, you can start. Okay. Is this Pokemon native to the Sinnoh region? No. All right. Good answer. Good okay. answer. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Is this Pokemon a dual type? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. Has this Pokemon evolved? No. So they have not evolved. Okay, good. Can this Pokemon evolve? Yes. Okay. All right, so it's the first form, or it's the basic stage of an evolution. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's four questions so far? That's four questions. Okay, okay, okay. You have 11 left. Does this Pokemon share its typing with Eevee or an Eeveelution? Yes. Cool. Kind of. I think we just keep narrowing down the types. Yeah, you've got 10 questions left. you got 10 left. Okay. Is this Pokemon a normal fire, grass, or water type? No. Okay. Is this Pokemon a psychic or dark type? Yes. Okay. Psychic and dark has to evolve. Okay. So there aren't a ton of single type dark type Pokemon that can evolve. Uh, I think you have Poochiana. Yes. Murkrow. No, that's single. That's dual. Um... 
So you have Pugiana, you have, uh, is it Nicket and Purloin? Yes. And I honestly can't think. I can't think of anything else besides those three. So, okay. Uh, is this Pokemon a dark type? Yes. Okay. Is this Pokemon Nicket? Yes. Yay, we ah! did it. Wow, that was super Woo! fast. Let's do this again. Okay, we'll give you... All right. You know what? Because you guys did that and there was no mailbag, I'll give you an extra trivia point. Oh. Man. Oh. Claude's, Claude's oh. moving up in the world. You can, you can have All extra... All right. Yeah. There's eight points and this is yeah, where I yeah, start yeah. my quest for <laughs> 30. We'll get you... We'll do one more because that <laughs> went really fast. Well, it was very easy to... Like, it was a pretty unique Pokemon. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do it again. I'm ready when you are. You start. Okay. Is this Pokemon a dual type? I just like that question. No. Has this Pokemon evolved? No. They have not Can evolved. Can this Pokemon evolve? No. All right. Cool. A non-evolving Pokemon. Of a single type. Yeah. Do they share their typing with an Eevee or an Evolution? Yes. Cool. <laughs> let's, let's go backwards <laughs> this time. Yeah. Is this Pokemon a fairy, grass, ice, psychic, or dark type? No. Hey, grass, ice, ice, dark. All right, so that means it's water, electric, fire. Okay. Or normal. Or normal. You're right, you're right. Okay. I want to I pick a different type of question. Does mm-hmm. this Pokemon, is this Pokemon heat more? No. <laughs> what? Did we just jump to heat more? <laughs> I wanted to guess heat more. I'm sorry. I like heat more. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh. Are moves of this Pokemon's type resisted by grass? Yes. Okay. So it's electric or water. Oh, yes. All right. So your water. All right. I was off. Okay. The eight questions left. All right. So we have eight questions left. Um, does this Pokemon learn the move bubble? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... That's an odd move because not every water type learns that. Uh... <laughs> I know, but I'm asking specifically if it learns bubble. It learns bubble. I'm. It looks to be no. Okay. Okay. Uh, you actually. Mm, I was thinking. I still oh think it's gosh. a water type, though. I mean, there's all the Pikachu clones. Most of them are single stage, pure electric types. So. The fact mm. that he had to look it up though makes me think it's a water type that just doesn't know bubble. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Um. Do we want to ask if it's a water type, or do we want to make this fun? Make this fun. You have seven questions left, by the way. Okay. Mm, would you say that this Pokemon has a shape based on a mammal? Yes, 1,000% of that, yes. A shape based on a what? A mammal. On a mammal. On a mammal, okay. It's not a fish. All right, so it's not a Lomomola. <laughs> or a then. bird. Or, not, or a no. disc. Dang it. Not Those a were two Lomomola. Next guesses. Okay, so... Single-type waters. That are not fish? They're not fish. Six questions left. I mean, uh-huh. Uh, you might be wrong about it being a water type. That's fine. It's fine. Um, alright, fine. Is it a water type? No. Alright, it's a okay. type. I was thrown off entirely. Great. So, we have, uh, Plazel, Minun, Pachirisu. We have, um... Uh, Raikou. Molga. No, Emolga's a flying type. We have Raikou, that's right. You have Manectric, Electric. No, they, they are an evolution line. Oh, they're evolution, that's right. Um, uh, oh. Dear. Huh. Huh. 
Not actually that many. Um, I yeah, can't think pure of Pure electric is a rare type, I think. Pure electric that doesn't evolve or hasn't evolved. Pretty rare. I think we're left with those three, actually. Well, hmm. let's, let's start and let, let, let's go from there. Because I, I, there's got to be others. Does this Pokemon look like a bunny? No. Four questions left. Okay. Okay. Is it Raikou? It is Raikou. Uh, but okay. you guys totally <laughs> forgot a job. lot of the pure electric types uh, <laughs> that don't evolve. Like what? You forgot Zerkatry. Oh, Zerkatry. Yep. Oh, oh but the Zerkatry. mammal thing. But the mammal thing counts. Yeah, the out. mammal the thing mammal got thing. took that yeah. out. That's why we didn't say it. Zeraora. Oh, it could have been Zeraora. Could have been Zeraora. Yeah, it it could have been Pinkurchin. Pinkurchin's not a mammal. Pinkurchin's not a mammal. And neither is Regilecki. The mammal question actually. The mammal question was clutch there, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. The mammal See? question was pretty clutch. I don't know. I think the bubble question really, really set things in the right direction. I, I, had, to, I had to look up the mam- the bubble question because, like, Raikou gets scald now. And so I was just like, oh. I was like, in some weird way, can you get bubble on Raikou? Yeah. Uh. Fair. Because it was very... My other answer was going to be Thundershock, and I <laughs> should have gone that route. <laughs> Thundershock. Can it learn Thundershock? <laughs> I was trying to find a way to, like, eliminate all the waters or all the... Yeah, yeah. Electrics yeah. in one go. But bubbles a bubbles a bad choice because not even all the water types learn bubble. Mm, some of them just have water gun. Yeah, water gun. I guess water gun would have been the right choice. But so many other things learn water gun because of Gen two. Yes, that I didn't yes. want to say that. You're correct. Fair, fair. All right. Well, you know what? I'll give you an extra point for that one too because you got it. And you can't. That brings yeah. us to nine. I can do whatever yeah, I want. Ridiculous. I'm. Okay. Uh, I am. I am God in this house. I can do what I want. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is going to be it for the show this week. Remember to email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that I don't give away more free trivia points and people get upset. Um, you can do that <laughs> by answering what other Pokemon feel legendary to you but are not. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys next week. And it's a free Green Taurus badge. You can join the Green Taurus Club. So on that note, uh, we can go ahead and uh, end the show. Um, if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, Discord's a great way to do that. That's where you can drop your own trivia questions and stuff like that. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can also keep up with us throughout the week on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I guess Saturday, right? Uh, I, or maybe there's no Thursday stream. If there's no Thursday stream, maybe Thatch will take it. Um, that's, that's, I mean, I might, I might stream some Sundays or some yeah, yeah, Saturdays, yeah. maybe, possibly. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, and then that'll be a, a lot of fun. It'll be a good time. We're going to we're gonna party, party, party. If you want, you can check out our YouTube at youtube.com slash Podcast. Claude, by the way, I uploaded all the stuff so that we can actually start the Soul Silver and Lock. I keep forgetting to tell Huzzah! you. <laughs> I keep forgetting to tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> all right, yeah. I mean, let me know. If I, I'll do it or someone else will do it, it'll be great. Yeah, no, I keep, I keep forgetting. We need to do that at some point. And then it shouldn't take too much. It's just putting the Pokemon in. And I know you like you have a you have a field day with that putting the Pokemon in. But other than that, I think we've also got um, ways to support us. You can support us over at Patreon.com/slash/PokePodcast, where you can get access to things. We are gonna I'm gonna try this month to launch a new show that's Patreon only. Mm. Um, it's gonna be very anime focused, so you're not gonna be missing out anything on your normal Puckle. You're just gonna go ahead and you just get extra if you're at Patreon. So watch out for that this month. Uh, we'll. I'm hoping to have something by next week so that we can be like, hey, go over to Patreon, check it out. I'm, I'm excited for it because it's something that sounds like really it's fun and easy to do, and I want to do it. <laughs> and Sig- mm-hmm. and Sigma Sigma's listening to this right now, like kicking me as he's editing 
being like, you need to do the Nuzlocke. You need to do the Nuzlocke. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> uh, you can also check us out over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash the podcast and drop us a prime, uh, prime subscription. We would really appreciate any support you can give us. Um, other than that, though, that is uh, going to be it for uh, the show this week. I have been your host, Trainer Thatch. I have been one of your co-hosts, the fluffiest Swimsicut. And I have been the other co-host, Claude Nine. And here in the Lavendown Radio Tower, it's closing time. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.